As Dominicans, when we study for the priesthood, we study extensively the thought of St. Thomas Aquinas, one of the great Catholic theologians and one of our Dominican confreres. And one of the philosophical maxims of St. Thomas Aquinas is this wonderful Latin phrase, quid quid recipitor ad mundum recipientis recipitor. Whatever is received is received according to the mode of the receiver. It's a great way of understanding the human condition. Two people sitting in the same room hearing the exact same thing can respond in wildly divergent ways. If you ever want to see what this is like, stand in the gathering space next to the priest after Mass. Sometimes it's like, Father, that was the greatest homily ever. And sometimes like, Father, yeah, good luck next week. (laughs) Isn't it amazing, though, how we can hear the same thing and respond in such wildly different ways? Even perhaps in this church tonight, someone's heart has been transformed and changed by just hearing the gospel or one of the readings we just heard. Whereas someone else might not have been moved at all. It reminds us so that even when we hear something like the gospel tonight, which is one of the central teachings of our faith, we can hear it and respond to it in very different ways. And we can see how that can even lead, even in our faith, to division amongst us. We can listen to this gospel and some of us can really understand the first part of really knowing and loving God. Others can really respond to the social dynamic of loving your neighbor as yourself. And those are both beautiful and wonderful. But the trouble sets in as a parish, as a community of believers in our world, when we stop listening, when we only take what is feeding us and don't really pay attention to the other side. In the church, as a priest, I know this in my own heart, I see this all the time. Whereas those who really get love God as, you know, with all your heart, mind, and soul, maybe they underplay or don't even pay attention to the social dynamics, right? Things come up in our world to which we need to respond. And I know I kind of err on this side if I'm going to be totally honest with you. It's hard to understand that social dynamic. What am I called to do in this situation? And so it's easy for those of us who tend to favor and think this way to kind of maybe underplay or ignore that social dynamic. On the other side, it's easy for those who get that love your neighbor as yourself to maybe say, let's ignore some of the clear teachings of the church or other things. You know, maybe I don't want to pray. I'll just go out and serve. But what the Lord calls us to is a life of constant conversion. A few weeks ago, we heard that wonderful line in our Sunday readings from the letter to the Hebrews that the Word of God is living and effective, sharper than any two-edged sword. When we come to Mass, the reason that we listen to the Scriptures, the reason that the Second Vatican Council was so insistent that we be able to hear in our own tongue the Scriptures as they're being read at Mass is so that we can have our hearts opened totally to be changed and made new every time we come to Mass. And so when we hear that beautiful gospel that we heard, the great commandment in Mark's gospel, love the Lord your God with all your heart, 
with all, with all your soul, your mind, your strength, and your neighbor as yourself. That should be a wonderful invitation and piece of encouragement, but it should also haunt our dreams. Because none of us live up to that standard. There is only one who perfectly loves God and neighbor. His name is Jesus, and you and I are not He. But, as we heard in that wonderful second reading from the letter to the Hebrews, we are part of and united to that priesthood, that eternal priesthood of Jesus. Jesus comes into the world so that He can configure us through the Spirit to Himself. But this requires on our part a willingness to be vulnerable, to literally, the word vulnerable, to show God and others our wounds. And I'll be honest with you, this gospel, when I read it earlier in the week, on I guess it was Monday, when I read the gospel, I thought this is going to be a very painful gospel for me to preach. Because I was on vacation the last couple weeks, and it's good to get away, to get away, just to be away, to get your head clear. And during that time, I came to realize a few things about my own priesthood and being pastor here. Now, I'll preface all of this by saying I'm not having any sort of existential priestly crisis or vocational crisis, (laughs) nor am I wrapped up in anything immoral or unethical. Just want to be very clear on that. But we get to points in our life where we realize Wow, I'm not who I want to be. I'm not who I feel God is calling me to be right now. And it's painful, but I'll admit, it's actually been wonderfully freeing because it's kind of like understanding anew what's going on and where I need to change. But all of a sudden, I've realized that I have been consumed by results and work, by goals, when God desires to change the world through love. He desires to change my world through love. The deep, intimate, powerful, personal love that I have with God in prayer and in the celebration and administering of the sacraments, but also the profound intimacy that I experience with God in that, but also in the relationships and friendships I have with people. That the mission, the doing of our faith flows from that love. We are called first and foremost to be lovers, to be the beloved of Jesus, and from that to change the world. One relationship, one person, one act at a time. But it requires of us again a willingness to be open, to listen in fact. In the first reading, we hear what our Jewish brothers and sisters at the very end of that reading, Deuteronomy 4 to 6, 2, 4 to 6, the Shema. Especially our Orthodox Jewish brothers and sisters, they pray this prayer all the time. In, in Orthodox Judaism, if a, if a rabbi is able to be at a birth, the first words the child hears are the very first words of this, Shema Yisrael. Hear, O Israel. And if a rabbi is able to be there at the death of an Orthodox Jew, the last words they hear, Shema Israel. Listen. Hear, O Israel. God has called us. God has loved us. 
God has given us the graces of the sacraments, has forgiven us our sins, has given us blessings and greatness beyond all telling. Hear, O Israel. St. Benedict has a great line in his rule for his monks, that he asks his monks to listen to the word of God with the ears of their heart. To not just, as the scribe in the gospel knows, the word intellectually, to see how all of the pieces of the puzzle fit together, but to listen with a heart, with a life, with a soul wide open to being transformed and changed by the love of God. And so we are called to recognize, how have I received this word? How can I open my heart ever the more so I can love God with all of my heart, my mind, and my strength, and my neighbor as myself?